gentlemen it's monday so you know what that means it's all new episode of the rap lab podcast it's your boy whether you love me or hate me i know a lot of you starting to hate me if you haven't already the candy man and what up it's your boy the one and only the only one the rev barb mc y'all know what it is y'all know what i do always keeping it true it's the cube and y'all know who i be it's the navigator himself yes that's me your boy T.O., and y'all already know the question that always remains, what's the dealio? And, and don't forget, uh, the Navigator Value 1, T.O.'s album, coming soon. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of tracks, people. Right, featuring Jay-Z, Jeruda Damager, M.O.P., all them guys. Damn, it's a Brooklyn connection, I see. Okay. <laughs> we just having a We just having a good old time here. Um, QG is live via satellite, so that's always fun. His yeah, under- I'm out, yeah, I'm actually out here working some sanitation. I'm actually collecting garbage since I'm a garbage man. So. Oh, good all, lord. All, all the trash hip hop is getting collected in here, man. All of them. Uh-oh. <laughs> before, before we get into today's show, just want to make an announcement. Uh, April 16th, that's a Saturday, folks. Saturday, April 16th, uh, at the Boys and Girls Club of Union County in Union, New Jersey, is going to be a project code name Wrestling fallout which the rap lab is a proud sponsor of we have a working agreement with those guys uh the first show was pretty good uh rap lab will be there in some way some form in attendance and uh the first show project wrestling codename genesis is uh up for uh streaming on youtube again uh check them out checking them out also helps us because again we are a proud sponsor of project codename wrestling so uh yeah go check that out uh the april 16th show will feature names such as julius smokes Dan Math and current NWA star uh, Black Jesus, as well as TJ Marconi. So you don't want to you don't want to miss that. But Did you just say Black Jesus? Black Jesus. He's the name of a wrestler who was also happens to be on NWA Power on on Fight on Tuesday. Oh, I'm about to say because if it was Black Jesus, he's right here. That's T.O. Right? Oh, <laughs> I knew that was coming, man. <laughs> but uh, on to today's topic, which. Uh, should be very interesting. Um, no matter who you talk to, you're going to get different opinions. Um, even even uh, one of us might say something that the other three don't agree with. But we're talking about ageism in hip-hop. Is it really a thing? Uh, for those of you who might be asking, ageism, what is that? So pretty much um, just to define it for the people who may not know, uh, a lot of times in hip-hop, I feel like the elders, like once you, once you grow old, you don't get the same respect from younger generations. So... Um, we start off with you, QG, since uh, you you live in effect via satellite. Um, what 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 is your opinion uh, on ageism in in hip hop? My opinion is it's a real thing. It's actually something that you know people talk about. It's not as big as it used to be because back then, back in the nineties, and you know, there used to be criticism for a rapper going past a certain age if you were in your 30s and you started off in your 20s or when you were 18 19 21 or so everybody will look at you like dang you still rapping like you still coming out with you know you still you know so it is a real thing today it's looked at a little different because 
the music industry is not so industry dominated anymore. You got people coming into the game very, very late, but they're coming in with something hot. And most people don't even reach their prime until they're at a certain age. So ageism is just that. And it's dictated by the fans, the record execs. Sometimes it's even dictated by the rappers. So, yes, ageism is a real thing in hip-hop. Uh, Rev, what about you? Um, do you think that there's like an age discrimination or, you know, uh, there, there's like a, a cutoff when people stop respecting certain MCs? Yeah, I, I believe it is. I definitely do. We do not get the same respect as other genres as far as like rock and roll or even R&B. You know, they have concerts and they always have a huge turnout. But when it comes to hip hop, for some reason, you know, they just get classified as old or out of style. And it ain't right because a lot of these guys still can go. These guys are still pumping albums. It's not getting the same like promotion it used to. But these guys are still at it, man. These guys are still on the mic, and some of them even have gotten better, like Nas, you know? And it, it's totally not fair to hip-hop, but I feel like it's self-inflicted because, like, a lot of our hip-hop community, we do this to ourselves. When, when you say do it to ourselves, can you elaborate on that? Like, what do you mean when you say we do it to ourselves? But you're, 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 you're guilty of that, too, sometimes, because you just be like, oh, ain't nobody checking for him, especially MC Shan, you know? He's so. <laughs> <laughs> you've done that in the past you know so like even you know if it is jokingly or 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 seriously it is a term that is um thrown around as far as like somebody being older or somebody who's just uh you know may not have heard in a long time because say like a a rock band uh i don't know like faith no more or somebody like a cult rock band comes back together you know i, I don't think in their community they're gonna be like well ain't nobody checking for faith no more they might be Oh wow, it's good to see them back. Let's hear what they got. But us in hip hop, we're just so quick to to just snap on each other. Nah, I got you. Damn, I got thrown under the bus. And it hasn't even been five minutes into the conversation already. You drove uh, the bus. You you drove the bus and ran over yourself in the bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but I, 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 I was gonna address that too when it was my go around. But uh, To, what about what about you? Especially because we know you you have love for the elders. Uh, I agree with both points right now. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that because we in a today's era of like, obviously it's being dominated by like the young people. I mean, we still got some, um, people like Conway and them, they like in their late thirties, if anything, if I'm not mistaken, if I am, correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're correct. Okay. And then like ageism is a huge and cool factor out of the whole hip hop. And, and guess what? KRS-One dropped an album. And he's up there, but you but he still got it, in my opinion. It's just that sometimes you have to, you know, adapt to a different style or you know keep keep it how you used to keep it. But as far as ageism go, it is a huge factor. And just like Rev said, other genres don't go through that. Shoot, if the what's the the Rolling Stones could keep performing. Shoot, if the Rolling Stones come out with an album right now, you never. Hey, I bet you people will still buy it. Big Jack is probably still going, recording an album right now. But like Rev said, we we do it to ourselves when it comes to hip hop. And um, I I guess uh, in the words of Aaliyah, AJ nothing but a number. But uh, it's 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 going around and it's been happening for years. It's just different times because one moment you can't come in like you're really young, like and then like and who was it that just said it? Like, was it QG that said they have to reach a certain age for their prime? 
Like, look at Jay Z. Yeah. Jay Z, I mean, Jay Z started off young, but look what happened when his first album came. He was already like in his mid twenties. Right. Even Chuck D came in the game at twenty five. Right. Exactly. Okay, fair enough. Um, and before I, I just want to clarify something to Rev. I don't, I don't make fun of. Uh, uh, well, I don't even make fun. I don't, I don't, I don't say my MC Shan comments because the man's old. I said because he lost. That's all. If he would have won, we wouldn't man. have these jokes. Oh my God, but, uh, unbelievable! Man. You, I, I, Al, I, I, Al, you're still not invited to Queensbridge. You just don't learn. Listen, I, I, lo I love Nas and Mob Deep and Roxanne Shante. All right. Oh, but this but, dude, uh, but this dude is acting like he's from the Bronx, though. I never said I was from the Bronx. You but you like, like but, but, but but you make fun of Shane because he lost. So so I mean so I mean so what you saying? You pro Bronx all of a sudden? You from the Bronx? No, yeah, oh, so what Bronx, I'm saying you pro is, Point, you pro Mott Haven, Parkchester, what what? Sarika <laughs> Avenue, like where? Well, what I'm saying is, if KRS One would have lost, then I would have been uh, I would have been quoting him. I don't believe that whatsoever. The yeah, only reason why right. you go at Shan so hard is because on the beef DVD about the doorbells <laughs> with the women singing the note. It got nothing to do with the battle. It got nothing to do with the battle. That's the problem. Listen, the man, the man, the man shouldn't have lied, bro. He didn't lie. So so we're so so why so if he really had a doorbell that, that it's a metaphor. Come no, on, no. man. We all know punchlines <laughs> and metaphors, bro. How many things, yo? How many how many rhymes have 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 rappers said that was a creative artistic expression, but not true? When Raekwon said he got a gold sink, did you see a gold sink on the MTV Cribs episode? Uh, I did not see a gold sink. Come on, man, you being too hard, bro. But Master P had the gold toilet. So what if he had the gold toilet? Did he rap about a gold toilet on the record? No, and he didn't need to. Well, now, come well, on. Well, Al, remember, you brought that golden toilet. At the same time, at the same time, Silk the Shocker said he was a gourmet chef, and he poured a bowl of cereal. So, <laughs> so who's telling the lie? Uh-oh. Moving on. To the topic. <laughs> Moving on to the topic it had. Um, I think ageism is a real thing because I see it when I talk to y younger people. Like, um, like for example, in, in, my, in my real life job, uh, I'm I'm the oldest one by by like seven eight years, right? And we'll talk about music, and I'll bring some stuff up, and they won't know who I'm talking about. And then when I tell them, they're like, "Oh, he's old." And then um, you know, like, and 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 it's it's crazy because, like I said, I've said this on this show numerous times. QGTO Rev, we we we've associated with people who, you know, they don't even know the the elders from where they come from, and they've been born and raised in that hood. So it's just. Right. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy to me. It's, it, it, I'll never forget uh, back in the York days when me and QG was talking to this kid from the Bronx. I won't name names. And and he, he, he at the time his idol was Rick Ross. And then we I said, Yo, so you, you don't. He said he was gonna rap. I was like, You don't got no inspiration from KRS One. The nigga really said, Who's that? That's insane. It's yeah, true, it happened. It's a it's a true story though, and not e and and not even you know him being from the Bronx. You ain't say Joe. You ain't say Pun. I get it. Your your influence is your influence, but you don't even you just you just brush them off. And just because you see Rick Ross and everything like that, that's your inspiration. That's your only inspiration. And you come from the birthplace and not know the history of hip hop. Nothing. And and to go back to Rev's earlier point, 
and and T.O. touched on it too. In other genres of music, if a, if, a, if, a, if a, like for example, I'll give you a perfect story because in other genres of music, the fans and the fellow artists still celebrate the the elders. So for example, a couple of years back, I took my mom to a Temptations concert. Right, Temptations is old as hell, with the exception of Otis. The rest of them have been replaced a thousand times. Right, however. These motherfuckers put their sequin suit, their sequin suits on, and they put on their white gloves, and they could barely move, but they doing the same old jig to every song, and uh, and uh, on all them old cougars and codgers that was in that place was was on their feet screaming and hollering, and the place was sold out. You know something, I, you know something. When you turn into an old cougar and codger, I want to hear the same energy. <laughs> <laughs> How you Listen. praise the temptations but insult them at the same time? I'm not insulted. The, the fans was cougars and codgers. But you, you, you just said you just said those old guys that could barely move. Come on. No, but but it's, but it's the truth though, bro. I, the whole audience, like the place, the place was sold out. They even they even the 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 venue that they were performing at. You know, like back in the old days, they would have like the the name on the board, and then if it was sold out, they would slap a sold out sign horizontally across the thing. Yes. Like, yeah, that's how it was, and literally, like it was it was sold out. Everybody was so glad to see them when they came up on stage. They got it, bro. They got a standing ovation, bro. Somebody threw flowers at them. They're legends, the, bro. They're legends. Yeah, People exactly. love the temps. Yeah, the Temptations already made a brand. They already made an impact into the industry back in the day. So it's going to keep going. <laughs> and, they go, to- and they go across generation to generation. Yep. You know, they, you know, there's people our age and age younger that love the Temps. Because when they hear the songs, they love it. It's the same and, go with hip-hop. And then and then not only that, but the, the Rolling Stones, AC... Well, it's funny, ACDC, because, you know, hip-hop fans know them from their work with Rundy and... No, that's Aerosmith, sorry. That's Aerosmith. But even Aerosmith, even Aerosmith ACDC, Metallica... Every right. time they go on tour, sold out every every city, every stop. Yeah, like like is 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 my is almost mind boggling to me. Ooh. And then I, I was looking, and it's funny because I was looking this up. Ticketmaster actually emailed me because you know if you buy tickets off Ticketmaster every so often, every time there's something coming up near you, they'll email you. So Ticketmaster yeah. e- emailed me yesterday. KRS One is going to perform in Atlantic City, New Jersey, right? Okay. I, I clicked the tickets, and bro, the tickets that are available because they have the seating chart. Almost every ticket in every seat is available, bro. And if okay. it stays that way until the performance date next month, he may be performing in front of a crowd of only thirty people. You know, it's it goes like this, and it and it also relates to sports. All of us are sports fans, and when you look yeah. at a, when you look at a player. And you hear people say, oh, they're playing past their prime. Let me ask you guys, ballpark figure. You guys can go around the room and answer this question, and then I'll make my point. Let's take a boxer. What's a good age for a boxer to retire? Who wants to answer that first? I I go first. Uh, I would say about 34, 35. All right. Um, T.O.? That's a very good question. I might agree with Al. Okay. Uh, all right. A 34, 35 for you? Yeah, I might go with that. I'm, right, I'm Re- still thinking, but I'm going I'm to lean to that uh, that answer, too. Okay. Um, Rev, what you say? 
Yeah, Al got it right on the nose, man. You know, that's repeated head trauma, though. You know what I'm saying? And you've seen yeah. the result of a lot of what happens, you know, like Allah, um, Muhammad Ali. So I, I think, yeah, even for a football player as well, I think like what else at like 34, 35, like mid-30s right. school. Right, right. Yeah, even even if you look at like basketball, like the the average career lasts until the guy's like thirty three, thirty four. I mean, you get certain exceptions like LeBron, but most right. most careers start winding down or fizzle out by that age. Right. Well, you know speaking, the you know what the right. funny part is like. Go ahead, go ahead. I think I think it was a player. Does anybody remember a player named Kevin Willis? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. from the Hawks. Of yeah. course. Did, didn't he play until like almost forty two years old or forty three? Yeah, he won a ring with the Spurs. He's the oldest player in league history to ever win a ring. Right. Right. So going off that, I'm sticking with boxing. We all know the George Foreman story. Mm. At 45, being able to win the World Heavyweight Championship, Bernard Hopkins winning a championship going past the prime age. So, so what I'm saying is what dictates a prime? Some people feel that they can still go. And they want to go out on top. They want to go out with the last hurrah and everything like that. With hip-hop, it's kind of funny because you you got an artist that comes in. They sign a contract for an album deal. They finish out the contract, then what? If they, it, It's like if the sales decline or if they don't make it, they get dropped. Then you got to find another label. Then you got to do all these, all these kind of things and cut through all this red tape. What I'm getting to is hip-hop is looked at as a springboard for something else. It's an opportunity for you to make money and establish yourself and own businesses and everything like that. When Jay-Z did that retirement thing, he was 33 years old when the Black Album came out. And it was fine because look at all the stuff that he had in his back pocket. So what I'm saying is for a lot of rappers out there, a lot of them don't have businesses. A lot of them aren't, aren't that lucky to Go into that avenue. You got some guys like Nas that Rev mentioned that can still drop an album, still has an amazing fan base, but he doesn't have to put out an album if he doesn't want to. So it's like living off that check to check, living off album to album, or getting in the game and establishing yourself and doing something else. Look at George Foreman, Foreman Grill, all these other businesses. So income is coming in. Bernard Hopkins, he is a promoter. Income is coming in. So that's that's my point when it comes to something like that. When you're a rapper and you set yourself up to a point where you don't have to rap anymore, that's the smart play. It's like yeah. 50, 50 Cent. He, you know, he's got all his directions with the powers and force. He don't really have to rap anymore either if he didn't want to. Right. And and here's, and here's the thing, though, right? So I'm, and I'm glad you mentioned that. So... Uh, but I also feel like certain rappers, they've they've transcended generation through generation. So like Jay-Z, for example, and we right. saw and, and 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 we talked about this years ago when he dropped 444. Jay-Z, he could drop a mediocre project, and all the young kids will say, Oh, this shit is hot. Because Jay-Z has transcended generations. Correct. You know what I mean? And I feel like he's transcended generations because of everything he has his hands dipped in. So, like, for example, he owned the, a minority share of the Brooklyn Nets for, for so long. Um, he's part of the Board of Governors in the NFL right now. Um, you know, so, like, Jay-Z Jay has found ways to stay relevant. 50 Cent yes. is another example. Power, yes. BMF. Like, if, if 50 Cent decided tomorrow he's going to release a song or or, some, or EP, 
I'm pretty sure people would eat that shit up just based off the strength that they like power. So, and even, and even, uh, I don't want to categorize him in the same breath as the other two, but even Kanye, who we talked about last week, you know, I, I feel like even though he never fell off, the Netflix documentary adds new stock to, to, to his, to his legend. You know what I mean? And not only Correct. that, Correct. all these young, cause you know how the young kids are nowadays. They, they, they'll go for anything where the drama is. So the fact that Kanye is, is, is threatening to slap BL Hughley and, and he and Steve Harvey went back, back and forth on Twitter and, and uh, and he and he's threatening Pete Davidson. The kids like like that shit. So they're probably gonna. So if Kanye drops a project tomorrow, the kids are probably gonna listen to it too. But as far as like some of our favorites, like some guys, even Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, he's in commercials with Martha Stewart. He's a spokesman for Tostitos. He's got all this stuff going on that keeps him in the public eye. And yep. I think that's what I think that's where. That's where the line is drawn. Like rappers like like Karis Ones, the Rock Hims, um, Big Daddy like Kane, the Big Daddy Canes. If 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 they they're not in the public eye anymore. I mean, yeah, they're public figures, but like you know what I mean. Like they're not actively in the public like these other guys we just named. And I feel like when you're not in the public, that hurts you in the long run because again, these kids or these younger people that or or even a casual listener that may be older, they're not. You know, they'll listen to somebody if they like them. Like, they'll give it a chance if they like them. I'm happy and you brought that up. I'm so happy you brought that up because I want to ask everybody here something. We can, we, we don't even have to look at the 80s. We could look at the 90s. The 90s, look, yeah. And, 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 and look at that. And, and you know what's a perfect example of that? The Super yeah. Bowl halftime show. You had right. Snoop Dogg. You had Dr. Dre. I'll, I'll put Eminem in that group because Eminem had two albums. Uh, no, Eminem had an album in the 90s, so we'll put him there. And even yeah. if you want to go early 2000, you have 50 Cent and Mary J. Blige. Right. All, with the exception of Kendrick, all of them are considered OGs. And, and it's, it's crazy because all of them are still relevant. People, people fuck with Dr. Dre more for the headphones than anything. People fuck with Snoop Dogg because of all the stuff I just mentioned. Mary is Mary. Um, there's, no, there's really right. nothing we can say there. There's no age I, limit I, on Mary. There's none. No. <laughs> 50 people fuck with him because again power and bmf and all these other things he has his hand in the right. only one people can say that they fuck with the music for is eminem right and and, and it's, i'm glad you brought that up because he is the only artist of that caliber as far as age to that degree that still charts on billboard yep he's the only one which is which is amazing but what what i was alluding to Look at a lot of the rappers from the 90s that we love and grew up listening to. What do they mostly do? They they go on 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 the radio stations, they go in ciphers, they go in booths and they tear it down. I'm going to use Method Man for an example. Method Man gets a lot of praise for looking so good at his age by the women. You know, the women love meth. But in a hip hop standpoint with technique bars and metaphors. Method Man could go in any booth and get on any track and still destroy it. Yes or no? Yep, that's true. Yeah, without cursing too. Exactly. <laughs> and and and, and, but, and but, but you know why Method Man is a bad example though? Why? He has a prominent role on Power, so people are going to give him a chance. Because, but even but even before that, even, okay, even before that, like like like, I mean, you could stay with the Wu Tang, like like Ghost and Ray, Ghost and Ray. 
I mean, they're around the same age. Ghost and Ray can still go out there and still do their thing. So, Rev, if 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 Ghost and Ray come out with an album tomorrow, you gonna check it out? Of course. See, and, see, and let me ask you a question though. Uh, I, I'm I'm sorry to follow up to follow up with Rev. So let's say you go. Let's say you're in a record store. Yep, yep. They're still they're still out there, people. And you go to get that album. You want to put somebody on to Ghost and Ray or anything like that, and somebody looks at you and says, "They old. Why? Why would I want to listen to that? What's it's like? Why are you still listening to Ghost and Raekwon when they're when they're when they're some where they're, where they're this and they're that? What's your response to that? That's stupid. Because look at movies. Look at all these old actors. Like I saw Sean Penn the other day. He's gonna be in a movie. I'm like, wow, he really aged. But that didn't take me away from wanting to see that movie. I think it's stupid. Correct. Candyman, what was you saying? I'm going to tell you a story, and this was back in the New York days, too. And, and you probably remember this. Do you remember the day that Lupe's Lasers came out? Oh, yes. Yes. And, and do you remember the whole, the cafeteria crew, they went to Best Buy and bought the Lupe CD? Yes, they did. And do you remember I went to Best Buy, too, but I but I came back with a different CD? Do you remember what CD I bought? What CD did you buy? I bought Shaolin versus Wu-Tang, the Raekwon album. Ah, okay. And remember, I was like, "Yo, I, I bought this. Why y'all yeah, don't check this out?" And everybody looked at me, and they gave me they, 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 they would you would have thought I was speaking Chinese <laughs> the but, way they looked at me. But the funny part about it is that that Lasers album was a disappointment. We didn't hear no talk about it the next day. And the funny thing is, to my surprise, I didn't even know that Raekwon had dropped a new album. I just went to Best Buy because I was gonna get Lasers like everybody else, but right. then I seen it display. It was uh, it was um, Raekwon Shaolin versus Wu Tang, and it said brand new, released today. And I was right. like, oh, so I went ahead, I went ahead and bought it. No promotion, no nothing. It just, it just came out, and that, and and, that, and that's another thing, guys. With with certain artists, this goes to tell you about the how important the fan base is, because look at Nas's magic for him to put out something like that. He pulled a Drake move, and it worked. Because we all, you know, because now looking at the Drakes, the Kendricks, and J. Coles, they drop albums at midnight. It comes out out of nowhere, and people bumping it all day, all night, everything like that. Nas was able to follow the same formula because it goes with what you said earlier, Candyman, about trends. It goes with, okay, this is what's going on now. Let me try that. Let me put my hand in that and see if it can work. So it, it it's it's... It's just a smart, smart thing. You know, it's but funny. You know, you know um, ahead, uh, before you go out, it's funny that Rev mentioned about like actors and movies. What what about people who's at that age already? Like, say, for instance, you got the Queen Latifahs, the L.O. Cool J's, the Will Smiths, even though they doing movies. And the sad part is like a lot of people will know them more now in this day of age for their movies instead of their like their music. And they at their age. And if they was to drop an album, what impact would that have as well? Because we all know that us, us hip hop heads and, and to the to the respect to the OGs, we'll definitely buy it. We'll give it a chance. But what about this younger crowd? Because um, what episode did we t- remember? How we talked about how um, I think Al and and maybe all three of y'all brought it up. How we was talking about how Fifty Cent. A lot of people will not know Fifty Cent for his music, but they know him for power. Or Mary J. Blige. A lot of young folks don't know her for her singing days. From like she, she's in power too. Yep, and she's in power. Shit, if anything, a lot of musicians are in power. Method Man, yeah. too, like we just talked about. Snoop and is in BMF. 
and, and Snoop is in BMF. Eminem had a role too at one point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, Eminem was White Boy Rick. White Boy Rick. So it's like that. That again, it's it's like so many different opinions. Like we all say for ageism, but we also got to think about how the people like the the real impacts, like the LLs, the Wills, the uh, Latifas, uh, who else I can name that turned actor at that time. See, but 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 the LLs. And the and the Wills and the Queen Latifas are all like if you you grab like a a fifteen year old kid they're not going to tell you that it was a rapper they'll tell you oh he's an it's actor that exactly what I'm saying and, and and the funny thing is if you grab somebody with um and and this is the crazy thing that gets to me so you know like we have like Netflix and HBO Max and Hulu and all this stuff now uh-huh. you grab somebody and tell and ask them about about LL Cool J or Queen Latifah. The first thing out of their mouth would be send off or Fresh Prince before any type of album. And yeah, it's funny because you got to look at the year it came out. It's funny because the people, the people, the general public will will go back and they'll watch all these old shows, but they won't go and listen to the old music. Isn't that funny? It's very yeah, funny. It uh, yeah, a lot of people know Will Smith just as an actor. They don't know him as the Fresh Prince with Jazzy Jeff. Exactly what I was trying to explain. No, they know him as the Fresh Prince, but they know him as the Fresh Prince with Uncle Phil and right. Carlton. Yes. That's why I said with Jazzy Jeff as the group. Right. Which, which is, which is insane to me. But you know what though, and I, and I, and I hate to to put us in the, in the conversation, but I think we, the four of us, are are, are kind of guilty uh, of it too because. I, I, and me and me personally, I take I take my own responsibility because, like Rev said earlier, um, I do say I ain't nobody checking for them, and it's usually towards you know a lot of the uh, the older rappers. But think about it though, and I think this is just um, things recycling themselves and and then rinsing and repeating. But when we was younger, right when when we were like fifteen, sixteen, or or even in even in our like early twenty well maybe not early twenties because you know we was in York together minus Rev but when we was teenagers I don't think we would have ever went back and listened to stuff from like the early the mid eighties or any of that stuff we was listening to stuff from our era and then I as we did. got older but I did I could speak for myself I did I could speak for myself too and it's not just hip hop it was R and B too because uh, and you know why 90, you know, I, I'm right. a t- go ahead go ahead go you first. Like in hip hop, I like, and I gotta thank my brothers for this too because um my, my brothers B B J Jamie for that, they had a lot of stuff from a little bit from the eighties and definitely a lot from the nineties, like a whole nineties catalog. But what I would say for this is not just hip hop. I also had R and B because we all had the 98, 98.7 Kiss FM back in New York before all that ESPN and Disney or whatever crap took over. My mom was listening to it a lot, so. I actually grew up more on the 80s R&B music, like the Luthers and stuff. Like, even when I was a baby, she put me to sleep with Luther Vandross on. I mean, mean, (laughs) nobody asked you to sing that. (laughs) You messing. But but what I'm saying also, you know what plays a part two is influence. You see how Tio alluded to his mother, his brothers. My father, my older brother, they, they were listening to the LLs, the Cool Mo Ds, and, the, and all that other, and the Ice Cubes in the beginning. I wasn't on to that then, so I would listen to it. I'd be like, who is that? What is this? And then they would educate Yo. me. That's another Yo, thing. The education is a part. I can't lie. Your pop's vinyl collection of hip-hop is on point. He put Yo. me on. Like, like, like stuff, stuff that I probably was a little kid listening to but didn't know who the artist was, 
And then when I would see the album cover or hear the music, I'm like, wait, I heard that. Who is that? And then he would then he would tell me Then my older brother would tell me. So it was a good balance and a mix of both. I could say growing up, like even though, you know, like the 95s, the 96, the Pox, Bigs, Nas, Jay-Z and stuff like that. I was still checking out a lot of the OGs, too. So so here's my personal experience. Right. So I would listen. I, I'm a 90s kid through and through. Right. So. I would listen to, when I was of that age, I would listen to stuff of that era. So like in 1998, I was listening to stuff that was hot in 98, 99, 2000, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and so on. But like, I didn't start getting into the 80s stuff until like going towards the end of my high school days. So like maybe until I was like a junior, senior in high school, I decided to go back and listen to NWA and Eric B and Rakim and, you know, and Public Enemy and the 80s stuff. And then as I got to college and I met you and I met T.O., and y'all would tell me about certain things. I'll be like, oh, okay. So y'all say it's good. All right, I'm gonna take a chance on it. So like I start, I went backward. So like as I got older, I, I that's when I started discovering the, the older the stuff. And, and and I want to shout out all the voters because I put up a poll on social media: should rappers, you know, retire? And 100 percent said no. We 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 got a lot of tweets. I want to shout out everybody that participated. What I want to allude to, and and is the is the transition from where you started to where you now where you are now mc8 made a great comment on the people's podcast where he said what do the fans like he still put out albums now he put out an album with primo and everything so he's like certain fans come up to me like yeah man but we want to hear the old eight you know so he's like dude i'm a football coach now you want to hear me standing on the block doing drive-bys and stuff like that when i'm at this age now it don't make sense so Rev, let me ask you this, and wait, it could wait, go wait, on before you, wait, he's a football coach. Yeah, yeah, he coaches kids. He's a football coach. I, I never knew that. He coaches kids now. So what That's I what so. I'm saying is, how important is it for the transition, Rev? You could go first, bro. Like, cause let's say you start off at a certain age. Let's say you come in the game at 18, whatever, and then all of a sudden you in your 30s. Are you like, are, are you going to rap about the same stuff that you did when you was 18, 16, 17? They're going to look at you like you crazy. How you feel about that? It's hard to have um, that same energy if you're not really partaking in it. Um, you could storytell, and that's cool. You know, some of our favorites still do that. But, like, if your whole album is filled with, like, drive-bys and fucking gang initiations and beating people up and... You know, then it's going to it's going to be kind of funny looking at, at, say, like if Master Ace did that, you know, or, or somebody with grays like David Banner. You'd right. be like, Yo, what? <laughs> you know, you kind actually, of expecting. Uh, actually, you know, something to add to that. What about somebody that sold dope? Yeah, it'll be looking at, like if they were to still be doing that now, it's like, OK, how how are you still at this point in your life? You haven't learned anything. You haven't right. like upgraded yourself so yeah i mean like i said with storytelling you know that's a different thing like i get it you know you're talking past tense a lot of these rappers are but um if, if it's consistently in your music that's all you are about like well what al says about um push a t and like the um the pushing like drug syndrome he has right i kinda, I, I, I agree with that a lot you know because it's like you know it push a t you're, you're you're in your 40s about to be in your 50s how how long are you going to be scarface now I was just going to ask if you knew any rapper that had that problem. That is a great, great example. Um, Candyman, let me ask you this one. Let me ask you about a rapper that starts out young 
and then they lose their fan base. They're at a certain age now. They're still trying to rap, but it doesn't hit the same when they were a kid. I'm going to throw Bow Wow at you. How do you feel about that? Because Bow Wow is, is, is fairly in our age group, safe to say. Well, you know what? You, can, you, know what? You, you, you bring up a good point, especially when they start young, like these kid rappers, because right. it goes to show you. I don't know if y'all remember the song from the Hardball soundtrack. Ain't no game like a game of Hardball. Oh, yeah, Almost same, Wayne. Them, with the exception of Lil Wayne. Oh, but uh, but yeah, man, like, like, is 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 hard when you, cause you know what it is when you start out as a kid rapper, and we've seen the, we've seen this time and time again when 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 you get like a preteen rapper or whatever, right? You start off this wholesome kid, right? And it's very hard because you know they're not gonna have a twelve year old rapper going talking about drugs or gang or gang life or like they're gonna be marketed towards little girls and. Correct. And have these wholesome caps. So we even and, and and you know I'm I'm very biased toward the Miller family, but even Lil Romeo, like when once he grew up, like after a while, yeah. Much, after a while, he didn't have much to talk about. So, you know, like you, I feel like the 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 preteen rappers, even Crisscross, for example, oh, like yeah. once they what once they grow up there's nothing left for them to talk about. You can't market them the same way. And I feel like that pigeonholes them to a certain extent because, say, for example, somebody like Bow Wow had, had about two or three or even four albums as, as a kid, right? Yep. Then, then becomes an adult. And now all of a sudden, the guy who you, you're used to him uh, making rhymes about jump, jump rope and after school recess, now all of a sudden is talking this adult grown shit. You're going to be like, yeah, man, what the fuck is he coming from? Like, this but shit corny. You see, that's the thing with hip-hop. Hip-hop is a youth-based type of atmosphere. So, T.O., I'm going to bring this to you. I would, I would, wait, hold on. I wouldn't even say it's a youth-based atmosphere. You've already conditioned the audience to, to believe, to believe, for us to believe that you are one way. So then when you come, when you come with a total 360 and you go from a rhyme about, about you know, a rhyme about, uh, your your grandma's lemonade to all of a sudden now you 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 talking about hoes? I'm gonna look at you crazy. I say and I the reason why I said youth base is because what I was alluding to is the other genres. To why doesn't R and B why doesn't R and B or any of the mothers have the same problem? Look wait, at look make, one, go ahead go ahead. Is 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 the reason why? And I'm gonna say this. I know a lot of people don't really respect Will Smith as a rapper. But Will Smith's subject matter from when he was the Fresh Prince to even when he came out with the hit with the Hitch song was the same type of music throughout his entire career. He never changed. The same type of music? Yeah. He, he used to make wholesome, feel-good music. He never cursed nothing. But the subject matter changed. The, subject, the subject matter changed as he got older, became a father and stuff like that. And then that—that's when what, and that's and that's when the lyrics, you know, obviously he's not going to say girls ain't nothing but trouble when he's a grown man, obviously. You, you know, the, you know the thing about R&B that I right. think you was about to tell me about R&B back then was more about love, right? So that always never like transitioned until like 
the later ones like the the Chris Browns and if you want to throw R. Kelly in the mix too or the Ushers or the Genuines, you know, they changed that specific uh, subject matter for the R&B, even though we can't say that 70s and 80s and even the 60s were all love because there were some times that the, <laughs> the but R&B here's the has... thing. But, but, but here's the thing to add to that. What I was using as, as an example, look at Michael Jackson. Oh man, that, that, that's that's an impact of all. Why impacts. why why was it easy? And I'm not going to say easy because hard work is hard work. But when he started, five six years old, singing everything like that, how was he able to transition as an adult and still be, if not the greatest, one of the greatest of all time? How was he able to do that compared to hip hop, which is very very hard to do? Michael, I think because Michael Jackson, first of all, I hate to be the bad news, but I felt like Michael Jackson was the David Ruffing of the Jackson family. David Ruffing? <laughs> not like that. Not like, 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 I'm just saying because he's always the lead singer and because it's like when they, when they, you know who I'm going to put in this? It's like when they look at a specific, it's like when they scout someone like, oh, it's Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's always doing most of the singing. They see who who's going to be the biggest star. It's like leaving the other people behind, like the Tito's. Like the only person who probably did his best to make it was Jermaine Jackson. Would he, would, would, is that the one who had Curious, if I'm not mistaken? He had um, Dynamite. He Dynamite. had a, he had a, he had a bunch of hits. Yeah, he but did. It, it was just so hard because it was like Michael Jackson was going to be the star of that whole family, even though you had Janet Jackson. But you know, Janet Jackson's Janet Jackson. You know, she made her own way. She made her own lane, and I got to respect well, that. Well, she, she's a woman, so she's naturally going to sell. But what I'm saying is, how was he able to get out of that teen bubblegum and start being looked at as a grown-up artist? Because of the it, dancing. It's, it's a different genre, though, Q. Yeah, and, and not to mention... No, the no, 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 no. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. It's harder to do that in hip-hop, which yeah. is what I'm saying. Why is it so hard to do that? Mm-hmm. I want to I want to bring up I want to bring up another point though as far as the age discrimination in hip hop and I know y'all joke with me because I called it a time limit draw but even in the KRS One and Nelly beef what did Nelly tell uh, KRS One to go collect his check from the rapper's pension remember yes he said that so yep self inflicted and and I and I feel I, and and it is a true story that KRS One did try to start up a rapper's pension fund at one point. So, and but, and this all, and this also stands for what this one game said too. You know how game was with his disses talk about how he's how certain rappers are old, like how he was getting at Jay Z at he one point. It now, yeah, that now, line now was for Jay Z. That line was for Jay Z. Yeah, that's what that's why he says you because he was twenty six when he said it. Now he's older than that. And and I, and you know what? I actually got to give respect to to certain artists like uh. Talib Kweli, for example, on 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 his first solo album, he had he had Gil Scott Heron on a, on a song. Didn't he come on at the end of the blast, Tio? He did. He did. Yeah. So I I I, res, I, res, I respect things like that. Like like you know I, I respect even um say what say what you want about Wiz Khalifa, fam. But Wiz Khalifa on his first album had a Too Short feature on there when Too Short was way past his rapping prime. That's cool. That's but great. That's mostly people paying homage to the people that came before them. But see, at least they had the integrity and respect for well, that. Look what Kendrick did. Yep, look Kendrick, what Kendrick yeah, did. For record, Kendrick did it for MC8. Um, 
Didn't Big Capri. Sean do it for E40? E40. Big Sean did it for E40, yeah. So, like, I, 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 res- I, respect things, I respect things like that, you know? But you know something? It's also personal. And, and, and Rev, you could touch on this because, because you spoke about the violence and hip-hop and everything. You got these kids out here that aren't even making it to that age. Shouldn't people be happy that these rappers are getting old? Word. I feel that. That's a oof. Look at Pac and Big. 24, 25 years old. Imagine imagine if they were still around now in their 40s going going into their 50s. I'd be happy. And in well, this day, well, and in this day and age, you got too many young rappers get going away, man. Too many it's transition. Inter- it's interesting you mentioned that because then uh the, the pop smokes and the triple X tentacions and the young exactly right. those guys come to mind. Right. Imagine if they were able to get uh, 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 you know still 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 age still make it still get oh it, it, it's it's a question people ask well what would they be doing if they reach such and such so, so i mean so just imagine if the pop smokes and, and and all these guys you know that passed away if they would have made it to a certain age and i and, and, and i don't want to be such a jackass but i'm not a fan much of pop smoke but it's really fucked up that this guy did not get a chance to see his album and all that stuff yeah it's messed up Totally messed up. And, and, you guys, and, I, and I don't, and I don't know ahead. if you notice. I've been seeing on the news lately, or maybe Facebook. It's a lot of artists that I don't even know about from a can of paint. That almost every day they getting shot and killed, like every two days or a week. So much shot and killed. Buddy, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a tragedy, you know. And and you can't blame hip hop for that. This is a violent world that we live in, and things things happen that. That lead up to it, unfortunately. God don't, bless. Don't, don't, don't get don't get Rev started because Rev been on a crusade against against these politicians. Oh, he's right. <laughs> Hip hop is not to blame. But but um, what I was what I was gonna allude to, and ask, you know, Rev, you could you could start with this. Like, do you feel when a rapper reaches a certain age that they should come out here? You know what? This gonna be my last album because we've seen it. We've heard rappers say. On a record, this is my last one. This is my last one. Yada yada yada. Do you think that? Do you think that they should do that? If they lost their passion and they're not into it or they're not like creatively there, I wouldn't make, you know, a, a broad announcement because hip hop is just. It doesn't require any physicality as far as Correct. like you know, uh, like sports does. I mean, voice wise, yes. Performing, right. you know, you could you know, be fatigued, and, you know, we all saw what happened, like, with Beanie Siegel, he had, like, you know, his, a yeah. medical situation where he does not sound like the way he used to, so right. in an event like that, I could understand making an announcement for retiring, but just generally, like, as I'm watching TV now, I see a big boy on the screen, you know, right. so it's, like, from Outcast. so, right. like, and and he's on the freaking cooking channel right now, so <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't just come out and say, hey, I'm retiring, from music, I, I would just just kind of leave it alone. Even like Big Boy, like where where's his albums been? You know, yeah, he didn't have to come and say, you know, I'm I'm retiring or anything. But like, I I just wouldn't like put the music down completely, and and just make that announcement to focus on other ventures. I, I would just like just be like, hey, I used to do this, or I can still do this. You know, I wouldn't close the door on it. You know, for future opportunities, whether it be like a feature or being asked to do a performance. I agree. You know, there's, there's so many. Um, 
you know, uh, concerts now uh, for hip hop. Like, I think after 2010, th- there's been multiple um, venues that, that artists now can um, perform at no matter what age. So I just I personally wouldn't close the door on it if I'm healthy and I'm like good and upright and still able to rhyme. I would I would that retirement and hip hop to me, it just it doesn't make sense, because like I said, with sports, you know, like, you know, you have to retire at a certain age with sports, especially if you're in the NFL, if you're a running back, you're getting hit every play. So I get that. But as far as being a rapper, right, nah. you could retire from the streets. Right. That's, I think every person, you know, in, in, in the public eye of, of doing hip hop should retire from the streets. You know, right. it makes no sense to still be deep in the game. You know, you're just asking for trouble. We've seen it. But um, as far as retiring now, I don't know. Right. Uh, I hate when people like rappers toss that term around. Go ahead. You, I agree you, with you. You, you know right. what? You know, Rev. Oh, actually, y'all can finish because I want to touch what Rev said. Well, I mean, I, 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 I mean, go ahead, Tio, because because it was going to go to you, and then Candyman, you could address I, that too. I, I, I actually was going to add to what Rev said because I think he mentioned. What did you mention? Something about Beanie Siegel? His voice. Yeah, he had a medical issue. Um, Yo, I got a question, and and I felt bad for this man because he is one of the legends. Imagine if DOC never had that accident. Yeah. Yeah, I think about Doc all the time. If because his album is is a classic, it went platinum. This was 1988. He was still young, you know what I mean. So just imagine if that didn't happen to him. I always think about the Doc in that in that particular sense. Because it was like if he would have if that accident would never happen and he still had his voice, and let's say he had you know good amount of albums. Some may go gold, some may go platinum, and some may not work, but it depends on the transition and the era. Imagine 2022. What? And here the, the DLC. Because he came out with two more after. Yep, he did. He did. He came out, he came out with Helter Skelter, you know what I mean? Even though the voice wasn't what it used to be, we all know what, you know, what he sounds like now, God bless him. But yeah, you're, you're right. I think about that. Shout out to the doc, man. Yeah, but um, uh, Candyman, I'm more I'm more looking at you with this answer because Too Short announced his retirement on an album. Master P announced it on the Last Dawn. The Last Dawn was supposed to be his last album, and then, and then he came out and did with more. So, do you feel a rap like rappers should make announcements? Oh, well, this is it for me. Now, if, as a rapper, if you're gonna retire, just don't say nothing and just ride off into the sunset quietly. I'll tell you why I feel that way. We've seen time and time again, like you mentioned, Too Short, Master P, hell, even Jay-Z, all said that they were going to retire. This is my last album. And what yeah. happened? Yeah. I'm not even going to lie. I didn't believe Jay-Z. I believe oh, Jay-Z. Neither. I, did, I, I didn't did believe, believe him. I didn't believe I didn't that believe crap. <laughs> I did not believe no, him. I, I, when I listened to the Black Album, and especially, time. I didn't, because there was no way Jay-Z was going to retire ever from that whole Nas beef. And he was, and, and this is Jay Z we're well, talking about. I kind of sensed his ass from a long by mile. By the time Black Album came out, though, the beef was over. Yeah, but the, but he was still throwing shots, even on but Rap City. Thing, but my thing is this: it's less about the beef; it's the fact that he created so much from that, you know, for that the, retirement. The, the you, fade of Black Tour right. and all that who, shit. Who who does all that when they say that they're going to retire? Nobody's ever did anything to that degree. Even though other rappers have retired or said they retired before him, the marketing that he did for all of that, I said, there's no way and he's going to retire. And I think what really did it for me was Encore because he clearly said 
he come back like Jordan wearing the four or five. I'm like, then that nigga, you ain't retiring. You just gonna I follow what Jordan say, did. I still say because he said he was retiring, the album sold. Yep. That much. It was gonna sell anyway, but it but sold here, a lot. Here's the thing. I feel like when a when a rapper says I'm gonna retire, it's usually a market employee. Yes. Because so if you look at the, if, you, if you look at the numbers, when Too Short said he was gonna retire in '96, I think that was album number ten. Album that, album, that that album went platinum. MP The Last Dawn, that's Master P's highest selling album. Even though, like, like, and then the black album, of course, did did the units it did. So, and then even so, furthermore, Lil Wayne, his 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 little superstar run, he capitalized off Jay Z's retirement uh, announcement. He so, did. So it's it's all it's all it's all a marketing thing, fam. Like I I would rather a rapper just you know. Drop a project and then we don't hear from him, and then people ask, "Oh, where's so and so?" You know, like. But you know what also gets me, and I feel like there's a, a certain level of disrespect from the youth, and like we we've seen it, like you know, and me and me and Rev had talked about it over the summer when we was in Atlantic City, when uh when Lil Yachty said he um he tried to listen to Tupac and had to turn it off after five minutes, or Soldier Boy listening to Illmatic and said it was boring. Like, you know, like a lot of, a lot of the, and it's not even, it's not even just coming from fans. It's people in the industry that, that, that disrespect or have no regard for the elders. But you know, let me add to that. Coming from those jokers, I'm not taking them serious. If it came from somebody with lyrical technique and lyrical capabilities, yeah, I'll feel away. But at least this person can actually rap. Hearing yeah. it from Soldier yeah. Boys and the Lil Yachty's and the whoever's, I just brushed that off because who, who are they to say anything? Yeah, you may be popular, but you can't rap worth a lick. Yeah, until KRS once said he uh, he embraced his soldier boy into hip hop. He hung He should have threw him off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I mean, I mean, but 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 it's a it's a it's a widespread it's a widespread problem that I don't think will ever resolve. You know what I mean? And then the funny the funny thing that I'm starting to realize is, like with the four of us. Our favorites are now going to be subject to this because everybody yeah. that we grew, everybody that we grew up listening to as when we were kids are all old now. Yeah, like uh, like Rev, I know you love Wu Tang, but they all pushing fifty plus. I love Master P; he's pushing about to be fifty. So it's like you know, like I, I you know, I, some young person out there is going to tell me, "Yo, you listen to Master P? What's wrong with you?" So. It's just like wrestling, guys. We still watch wrestling. They're like, why? Because I like it. <laughs> but you know but, what? Uh, who knows? Who knows? In the next era, will will you know? Depending on which rappers come out, will people be like, oh, why you listen to Wiz Khalifa? He's old. Or Lil Wayne? He's old. Shit. When Money Back Yo and them get to their uh, time, they're gonna be saying the same thing. Depends on how the music well, changed or if the music well, stays the same. Well, you know, we 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 covered uh, we covered. Uh, when hip hop died, and you know, to quote QG, a lot of those piece of crap rappers, a lot of like a lot of the uh, the, the the young boys and, and NBAs, I can I don't even know their names, but they they may never uh they may they may not even last more than a year or two because we saw what happened to Rich Boy and them franchise boys and that whole way and Mims and that whole wave of new music. Yeah, uh, it, that was like the dance era and the flexing era. It it just didn't work. Like, 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 like the people you mentioned, Mims, uh, Hurricane Chris, uh, even DJ Unk. I mean, he almost had tornado, it. Tornado, but... tornado. 
<laughs> Not a tornado. Yep. Uh, who he, was it? Webstar and uh, Young B. You mean the Hall? What about it? <laughs> DJ Webster, how can I forget him? Not, not Webster Hall. I'm about to say, all right. Uh, and, 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 and you know that's, and I guess that's, and I guess that's when the error really f- started messing up a little bit. But, 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 but then again, when when all those people came out with some breakout singles, yo, their their momentum fell off badly, and. And we couldn't put all of them in in our archive episodes, people, the one hit wonder episodes, even though we had Mims on there. But um who else we had around that time? Um Jaquan. He disappeared from Earth. He got he got too tipsy. <laughs> but you know what? Being a professional rapper, you know, like and, and that's the thing, because Kane could still do shows. Rakim could still do shows. And that's the thing. It's like they're not obligated to put out albums if they don't have to, and and that's where you want to be as a rapper. Like you could like 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 how everybody just said quietly go off to the sunset. Like you've established yourself. Now you know you you're just doing shows. You do guest features here and there. Cool. You don't got to come out and say, "Hey, I'm not making any more records anymore. I'm retired from that." You don't even have to use that word. And which is which is great, you know what I mean? If you could get to that point, and that's the thing, it's the race game. If you could get to that point in your career where you don't got to do any of those things, you don't have to be obligated to go to a record label or do a contract. Some some rappers are putting their joints out independently and just catering to their fan base, still getting booked for shows. Once the touring and the booking stop and all your income is just hip-hop, it's a problem. I got a question. Yeah, yeah go ahead. With so many Jay Z albums, right? Oh, what was his last album? Um, four, 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 four. You think he could have stopped before that, or he could have? He could have. He could have. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to say where I could draw the line that I. Right, you don't really need yeah, to make more albums it, after this it, one. Here's my thing. If Jay Z would have stopped after American Gangster, I'd have been very okay because I felt like Magna Carta was unnecessary, and I felt and I felt like four, four, four was kind of unnecessary. Matter of fact, you know what? He could have stopped after Watch the Throne because I thoroughly enjoyed Watch the Throne. I wasn't a fan of it like that. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-mm. He could have. What, what, what do you mean you wasn't a fan of Watch uh, the Throne? It, it, it was not. It was a good look between him and Kanye. You know that was like a rock. Uh, I was, cover. But I wasn't yeah, I really agree. a fan of it. I'm sorry. Wait, Rev, why you didn't <laughs> like Watch the Throne? He, he wasn't a fan, Rev. Nah, it, it was too like like electronic for me. It, it felt forced. Yeah. I mean, I, now now uh, no church in the wild. I could deal with that. But Otis, no, and was the other one? Oh God, I couldn't stand that. Couldn't stand it. Meet the Paris. I can't stand that. Bathroom style. Why are you rapping like that? Drink some seltzer water. That shit crazy. Couldn't stand that line. Now, gotta gotta have it was a dope song though. I don't gotta have it. What you need? I got what you need. Now, but no church in the wild with Frank Ocean. I could, I could accept that song. That was a good song. I think I'm the only person that don't really like that song too much. Oh, it, everyone it, it, raves for it. It's something I, I, I could listen to, but I, yeah. yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna jump for that record. I, like, it, I, I feel the same way. Like, I, I'm not gonna jump for it. But again, Watch the Throne wasn't a fan of it. I actually, I mean, when it comes to Jay Z and he does collaboration albums with with 
artists, like the best of both worlds. I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't a fan of that either. <laughs> what do y'all think about um the Jay Electronica album that was like heavily featured with Jay Z? Oh man, I'm like because we waited for it for so long. We waited for Jay to come out, and then you know all this stuff happened. And then when you listen to it, it's like, is this a Jay Z album? It, it technically, right. it should have been Jay uh, Jay Electronica Z. That's Jay Electronica Z, pretty much. That's a good title. <laughs> nah, but 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 you know, like I feel like this is an issue in rap that's never going to that's never gonna. You know, it's never gonna solve itself. And mm-hmm. shout out to the shout out to Ice T because he does these auto rap tours that go around the country, and he'll he'll bring vintage. Like we went that one what, one time a couple of years ago. I think it was twenty seventeen. Yeah, and it, we they had EPMD and and uh, Ghostface. Well, well, and, well, me and QG enjoyed ourselves. We had a great time. Well, we had a great time. Say yeah. that about I, the camp, man. Yeah, bro, I, I bought the EPMD bucket hat and the EPMD T-shirt. I don't know. But when they was performing, you was quiet as a church mouse. Me and T.O. No, no, losing no, no, our no, no, voices. No, no. I, yeah, exactly. I have to explain something to y'all. I was quiet during Big Daddy Kane because he got up there and started gyrating his pelvis. So I was you like, was oh, quiet man. during every single performance, and then when EPMD came out, you wanted to hear that one line. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they didn't do it serves you right, because the whole show was lit. Hey, Who hey, else was there? Red Band was there. Hey, Al, what are you talking about? Big Daddy can have always been doing those dance moves since he came out. That's nothing Bro, I'm new. Not going to, I'm, not, I'm not paying my hard-earned money to go to no show to see some grown-ass man. Uh, did, did he not recite his songs, though? You ain't even acknowledged the other people that was on the card. That's the crazy part about it. I, just, I just said it. Red Man was there, too. Not just Red Man. Rakim was on there killing it. Everybody was on there killing it. Ghost and Ray was there. Come Melly on, Mel. Son. Melly Bell was even there. No, no appreciation. He Rev, he just wanted to hear that quicker picker upper line from <laughs> Paris Smith. And that was it. <laughs> he could have left after that. But the fact that Paris ain't do it, he was upset. This guy raved about it for a whole week about that. I'm like, a bro. whole week. <laughs> for they, what they, line? Stopped they stopped performing the song right before that one line was supposed to come up. Because they probably knew that you were waiting for it. <laughs> They should have threw a bounty at your ass. That's they should have. They should have lost a bounty at you too. That that would have made my whole night. I kicked that ass like bounty. The upper. That's that's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. Out of all the things that would have made your whole night, that whole thing, nah, you bugged. All for bounty. Anywho, but um, but you know, but shout outs to Ice Tito because that art of rap. And then by the way, there's a documentary. Uh, or a film, I should say. I don't. I can't really call it a documentary, but there's a film that Ice T did, The Art of Rap. I have it on DVD. Um, Great. It's, it's, it's very good. Where he goes around to like a lot of the OG artists and asks them to drop a freestyle after he yep. interviews them. Only Dr. Dre was the only one who didn't give a freestyle for obvious reasons. But um, it's a real. It was a real solid film, and the film was so successful that they did a tour, and the tour is still going on now, even though. You know, I, I really wouldn't want to uh, go to that tour because he he got he got PMD without the E, and he has a CL Smooth without Pete Rock. But yeah, um, that's a shame. <laughs> but um, but nah, but but shout out to Ice T because he's bringing he's bringing a lot of these golden era guys and a lot of these vintage guys, and you know, still get still putting them on booking them for shows and taking them around. So um, that I'm very appreciative of that. So 
Yeah. Shout out to Versus too. Versus did the same thing. Having Versus these guys. Because Versus they've been putting out battles between people that, you know, can't get no radio play because they 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 too old or quote unquote past their prime or or as I would say, ain't nobody checking for them. So And that's that's going through the R and B section too. Didn't they have a music soul child at Anthony Hamilton? They they did have that. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? To quote the great Ice Cube, you know, he said, as long as you still got a voice, you still can rap. Yep. Yeah, that's very true. Um, so uh final words on this topic. We start with you, Q. Retirement is out of the vocabulary. Keep rapping. Keep rapping. You always have a message. You always have a voice. This is for all the rappers out there that, that you know. I mean, I still, I still check for the guys that I really, really like. I have those that I that I can't get enough. That includes, you know, the Ice Cubes. That includes, you know, like if Kane come out with some, if if, if Compton's most wanted, drop anything. I, I'm with it because these are the guys. You know, I want to hear what you're talking about now. I want to hear the transition. I want to, I want to see growth. That's what hip hop is about: is growth. So, no retirement. Keep rapping. What about you, Rev? In this case, age ain't nothing but a number. Mm-hmm. There you go. What about you, Tio? Keep using your voice. And basically what I want to say, I, I will hope like if there's any younger people listening to this, um, don't be ignorant. And what I mean by don't be ignorant is like if somebody tries to put you onto something or you get curious about an origin of something, like a sample or a beat that you heard, and it leads you to like a song from like 1993 or 1988 or whatever. Give it a chance because part of the bit the, the biggest part of history is you'll never understand how things came about things came about to be the way they are today if you didn't know how they were yesterday. So, you know, that's that's my little gem I'm gonna drop for the for the and kids this, out. And and this is why well, Al always makes a joke of me being a sample man, because I always appreciate like with the hip hop stuff we have and the samples, I, I go to there for a reason because I grew up on certain things that hip hop sampled on. And again, like I quoted my mom earlier, thanks to her with the 98.7s and the 107.5 WBLS. And I'm talking about back then, but we had the, the, the Laney Greens and the, I think he's unfortunately not here anymore, the Bob Slades and all that stuff. So that's Damn, why. I, those are OGs. Oh yeah. It's all about influences, even with the DJs in hip hop. You know, and like, DJs, yes. I mean, what DJs we got today in, in hip? Unless you go to a party, you know what I mean, or 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 they get booked for something special. You know, I mean, shout out to D, shout out to DJ. Um, what's his name? He does. Uh, what's his name? Cassidy, DJ Cassidy. That you know that has the things on YouTube where he brings all these artists in and they. Perform. Yes. He actually uh-huh. did this during the pandemic. Shout out to him because. He was able to take us through a timeline and take us on a journey through it, all even, the great music. And it wasn't just hip hop because Shaggy was there too. It was beautiful. We need more DJs like that that's going to play these records. You know what I mean? We're not getting that on the radio. So, yeah. And, and D Nice as well. D Nice. Big shout out to Nice because that's exact. He goes, on, he goes on Instagram, does his live set. Lost Professor goes on there. Um, there's another guy that go on there. Who else goes on there? there there's a bunch of them. I think nice Jazzy Wonder. Jeff. Wait, who yep. you said? Jazzy nice Jeff. Wonder. Oh, oh, nice. oh, yeah. oh Jazzy Wonder. Jeff. Yes. And Knife yes. Wonder. Yes. Knife yes. Wonder too. Shout out to yes. 
We need those, yes. Shout out to Knife Wonder, underrated producer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. So, like I said, give it a chance. Just because they old, or I, I don't even want to use the word old. Just because they made it to a certain age, that right. don't mean that the music is not good. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm personally going to try to do a better job of... Uh, you know, not 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 cracking on these uh these old these these elder rappers. You know, <sighs> don't don't even say that. Don't. No. He's still he's still cracking on him, even though he don't try. To, he just can't help it. He just got it. Yeah, help. just 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 don't say it. Just you should you should just left that body to yourself, bro. <laughs> he can't you help. <laughs> you should have left that to yourself, bro. Well, with that being said, it's a. Uh, Another episode of the Rap Lab. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week, same time, same place. You know, you know where to find us. Peace. Yes, sir. Peace.